This is Taking Care in Business, a podcast that dives into the topic of corporate social responsibility from many different perspectives. Host Kathy Pedrotti Hayes is an expert in CSR and philanthropic giving, and her co-host, Vicki Bolson, is the founder and CEO of Bolson Group, a unified marketing company that was also the first B Corp certified company in Indiana. Kathy and Vicki became friends and equally passionate about CSR when they first worked together several years ago. Join them as they talk about why it is always worthwhile to take care in business. Taking Care in Business is made possible with support from Conscious Capitalism, Inc., helping individuals and companies become more conscious with transformational experiences that inspire, educate, and empower people and organizations to elevate humanity through business. Go to ConsciousCapitalism.org for more information. Hey, Kathy. How you doing today? Great. How are you? You sound sniffly. I, I am, and I've been struggling for a week or two, and so I've been juicing it up. Really? Yes. How's that going? Well, I started getting this um, produce called, have you heard of the company Imperfect Produce? I have. Or Ugly something or other? Well, th- their hashtag is something ugly. Okay. I buy ugly, I think okay. it is. Okay. Okay. And uh it, it's they they deliver fruit and vegetables that otherwise wouldn't be sold in stores. Uh-huh. So it's a way to handle all that waste management, which I think is fascinating. Yeah. So I might get a potato that looks like a heart or the pears like as small as a kiwi. Right. I mean, it's that kind of thing. Yeah. So I've been throwing them in the juicer and and doing it and it made me think this morning I want Imperfect Produce on our podcast. So speaking of, well, and Refill Shop is a woman-owned business, like oh. our guest today. Okay. Um, have you ever thought about how much collective purchasing power women have in the U.S.? A lot. <laughs> <laughs> they have $7 trillion of purchasing power, and that's trillion with a T, and that is because women make 85% of families' purchasing decisions. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, no. Um, And you might be surprised that women comprise less than 6% of S&P's CEOs and less than 20% of corporate board seats, though. So our next guest, Donna Miller, is hoping to change that paradigm. She is the co-founder and CEO of Purse Power. And Purse Power is the source to find and buy from women-owned and women-run companies. It's a web mobile platform where women can use their purchasing power to buy goods and services from women entrepreneurs and companies that improve opportunities for women and girls. Purse Power's dream is to make a difference for women, and they are doing it through this platform. Uh, and I, I, when we did the pre-interview, I told Donna that I was going to go on mm-hmm. and, 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 and put Bolson Group sure. on, in Purse Power's uh, database. Have you gone on? And, yes, yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was easy. It was really easy to do, and um, now it's my go-to when I'm looking for goods and services, and I used it trying to find an, electri- an electrician over the weekend. Um, it's just a super simple concept, and um, we're excited to have Donna on our show today to talk about it. Yeah. Hi, Donna. Hi there. Thank you for having me. Yeah, You're welcome. 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 So um, Vicki gave us a great intro about Purse Power, Donna, but can you give us a little bit of the backstory? How did you come up with this concept and um, put this thing together? Sure. Um, okay. So both of my sisters are business, former business people who are now medical doctors. And we were on vacation a few years ago, and we started talking about the lack of women in senior leadership positions um, and our frustration with that. 
in addition to that, um, our mother was a survivor of domestic violence and sexual assault as a young woman before her father. But we started talking about those two issues, and we thought, what could we do about it? And we came to this kind of blinding realization that women have all the power they need to drive positive change. As you mentioned, we're the ones who make the majority of the purchasing decisions. No matter what kind of salaries we have, we are the ones buying things. And we thought if we could get women collectively to buy from the companies that support them, and the way we've defined that is companies that have a female CEO or are half-owned by women or have at least 20% women on the board, if we would do that, we could drive change in a hurry. So that's the backstory. And um, we were thinking about the idea for a couple of years, and then the march occurred in Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. and it wasn't a political thing for us at all. We just thought, oh, my gosh, there they are. Those are the women who are going to care about this. And so um, showed up at the march with 30,000 buttons that said, purse power, we have it, let's use it, set up a table, 30 boxes of pins, I mean, 30 boxes of 1,000 pins and me, and set up a table, and within minutes we had six volunteers show up they were taking bags and boxes of the pins out to the crowd, and we gave away 30,000 buttons in three hours. Wow. We thought, oh, my gosh, we need to get on board this and really drive it. Wow. So that's what we've been doing for the last couple of years. Wow. And how's it been received? Oh, very well, very well. Women really love the idea, and it just takes them a split second to get it, that we've got the purchasing power, and then we can use it to drive change. Um, and we've got a database now of 700,000 women-owned and women-led businesses, Um, And we started building the database from the biggest cities down. So if anyone listening to this podcast goes to PursePower.com, they can put in what they're looking for and they can put in the zip code, and we will hopefully come back with um, the businesses that meet our criteria, uh, women-owned, women-led businesses in their zip code that would meet their needs. Yeah, no, it's super easy to to use, and I've used it uh, several times. And I'm trying to be more conscious about it when I'm – you know, either going to a, you know, non, like a huge store like Target or something, you know. Sure. Um, and I'm trying to, to just be more mindful of using those local operations. Uh, and it's amazing how many are listed um, in the Indianapolis area where we are. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Yeah, it is, it is, it is easy to do, and we are working to make it even easier so we've got some things I can't quite talk about yet, but we are going to make it very easy for women to know at point of sale how to support women with their purchases. And we love men, love working with men. I've got a husband and two sons, so it's not about that. It's just about women coming together to help women. And the piece I forgot to tell you guys is that the 20% that we want, having, we want to have going to battered women's shelters and programs, places, and products that keep women safer so that's every bit a part of our mission, um, as much as making money is, is to really do something about that and get women coming together to help each other. So how will that 20% give back work? So what we want to do is it's 20% of profits, and we're still, we're still early stage. So it's, we are ramping, and things should get really exciting here by the end of the year. Um, we're looking for a partner. So um, I've reached out to the National Association Against Domestic Violence, and I'm reaching out to some other entities to say, if, if we can hand you a check, can you help us get it distributed? And in my perfect world, if a woman comes through Purse Power and buys something, I know that, I know which zip code she came from, and I would love for the 20% of profits to go back to the battered women's shelter in her zip code. So we've got oh. to figure out the mechanism for having that happen. But that's our plan. Oh, mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I love the, the local, you know, seeing dollars work in your local community. 
right? So right. Um, that that's definitely something that I've kind of always preaching about. So uh, as you know, Donna, our podcast is really about uh, corporate social responsibility, which is absolutely, in my mind, what purse power is, right? Mm-hmm. It, it's in absolutely. every aspect of your, uh, it seems to me, to be in every aspect of of your business. Um, a question that we usually ask, and I'm just curious to get your response to this, is when you were putting this together, um, was CSR part of your company by default, or did you really design it that way? Oh, absolutely. That was that was our design. So um, I really care about making a difference. And um, you and I have both been trying to help women for many years. But I, I, I think that that's the point of this company. And people have asked me, why is it a for-profit company? And it's because um, I've been on the board of the Battered Women's Shelter. I've gone hat in hand begging for money over and over and over again for the organization. And I thought, God, there's got to be a way to create a funding stream for Battered Women's Shelters and get women to come together to do it. And I don't know if people know this, but one out of four women is impacted. Mm-hmm. So some women will care about purse power because they want to help women get to the top of corporate America. They want to help get them on boards. They want to create leadership opportunities for them. But all of us, if you think one out of four, know someone or have personally been impacted by domestic violence. And so we've got a double bottom line, both about profit, obviously making money, but we want this revenue stream for better women's shelters is a very big part of our mission. I, I can't remember what your background um, was prior to starting Purse Power. Yeah, so I uh, spent 30 years in corporate America as a human resources executive, so came up through the computer and the telecom and oil and gas industries Um, about probably, I don't know how many years ago, eight, ten years ago, something like that. I had my own executive coaching firm for a while, and so I've coached executives and helped lead the women women president's organization, but this became my full-time job officially last August, so this is what I want to do with my life. Were, were, were you always into, um, I mean, I know you, you've said you've always wanted to help people, but in those jobs that you had, was social responsibility part of an interest that you had and that you tried to move forward in those companies, or did it really just kind of all gel together, your personal interest, when you and your sisters were, were talking that time? No, this has been part of my makeup since the beginning. <laughs> so I remember one of my early jobs, we created a, it was a company, it was called Columbine, and Columbine Cares. And we were trying, I was really trying to kind of activate our employee base, because I was in human resources, mm-hmm. to, to go out and do things in the community. And then um, I have done that kind of over and over again everywhere I've been. Um, for, for about the last, again, I don't know, 10, 15 years now, it's been about women in leadership, 2020 women on boards, the YWCA. So I, I, I uh, again, I'm an executive coach. One of the things I've advised my clients to do is to go sit in a graveyard with a piece of paper and picture themselves in the ground and say, what do I want my life to have been about? When I did that, it was around making a difference for women. And awesome. so I, I'm living my, my dream right now in terms of having the kind of impact I want my life to have while I'm here. Wow. It's great. It's such a great example, too, for, you know, all women to 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 see someone who who can do it and who really cares and and just a great example. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Donna, how when you've gone out and met with companies, is it easier to work with small companies? Um, How have you been received by larger companies? Where are you getting your most traction? Let's see here. So it, we've been primarily working with small to medium-sized businesses, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and my intention certainly is to work with the, with the Russell 3000 or the Fortune 1000 
And I think what happens is there's a lot of those companies that are doing really good things, but how do you know that at point of sale as a mm-hmm. consumer? You don't know how to use your your dollars to vote for these companies that are doing good things because you're not aware of it. And so one of the things that we hope to do with First Power, obviously, is connect those dots for consumers so that at point of sale they can make the decision to support the companies that support them. Yeah, that would be great. That is, um, I- I'm sure, a little, that's a big mountain to climb, I would imagine, a little bit, just <laughs> being in um, consumer packaged goods and all of that and understanding packaging and display and Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but that's very cool. That would that would really certainly make a difference. I make think. Difference. Yeah, and and if you think about it, I mean the the so I grew up in corporate America. I've worked for worked for a bunch of Fortune 500s, and they do these good things, and they're in award ceremonies and stuff like that, and they're in publications. But again, they want to impact consumers. Mm-hmm. They want consumers to know. So um, we have started reaching out to the bigger companies, but that's certainly part of our game plan too. So we want to help. We want to help women. We want to help women-owned, women-led businesses. And those, those companies that have the boards and the women on their board can make a huge difference if yeah. they'll drive some change. Yeah. Let's talk about that for a minute. So 20% um, is, are represented, women representation on corporate boards. Is it easy to get that information or hard to get that information about companies? Um, you know, that I'm going to give you a resource that I use. Um, so I've been working with 2020 women on boards now for, they've been at this for about 10 years where they hold a national court conversation on board diversity once oh. a year. It's November 15th nationally. And they have got a database of the Russell 3000 that you can look at and you can say, what is the percentage of women on their board? Mm-hmm. And they update it once a year. Um, we use some of their data. We also um, are finding a way to keep our data more up to date throughout the year as changes are made on boards. But I'm trying to make it easy in terms of putting everything in one place so that I can really help you guys make the buying decisions. Mm -hmm. But that's another good organization that keeps track of that. You know, from a marketer's standpoint, I I look at Purse Power and its mission, and I I would it would just be so fun to try to market Purse Power. Mm -hmm. What are you uh, doing to to market it and to reach the um, target audience? Yeah, so our, our our primary mechanism right now is we're trying to use social media. Obviously, we're a relatively small firm, and we are trying to watch our pennies. But um, we've, we've got a team that's working on that that's out there on social media. So if you look at any of the platforms we're posting, um, we also have a newsletter that we're reaching out to the people that have you know signed up with us. Um, in addition to that, I'm going out to conferences, and I'm doing a lot of speaking engagements um, to get the word out. And this this uh, thing that we've got coming in Q4, I think, will make us more ubiquitous. I'm hoping that you guys are going to see us in a lot of places, which will help too. Ooh, and and what I need is people to go, oh my gosh, this is a great tool. Bring your friends and family in to help use it. And then our intention over the longer term is to crowdfund so that we get an army of marketeers of women who are saying, okay, I want to make a difference. I want to drive some change. Let me help. Yeah, investment right is also a big key in all of this. Um, so you have various levels of membership, is that right, in terms of purse power? Yes, yeah. So um, we do have a free membership. And my intention, of course, is we want women doing business with women-owned and women-led companies. So I want every possible company to have access to be able to be in our database because I want consumers to be able to find them. Okay. Mm-hmm. If people support our cause or they want more um, bells and whistles to their account, they very inexpensively can sign up and get um, an account that would enable them to really put 
audio files, video files, blog articles. They can post products. They can post coupons. They can post events. It, it, it enables them to pro- create a profile of their company and really build it out That's for a very cool. small amount of money. And I would love for any company who has an interest in having some of those functionalities out there or just playing supports what we're doing because we're trying to support them would get on board and select a premium membership. Gotcha. And I saw when I um, registered that there's it's three levels. It's the free level, a very low cost level, which I think was a monthly fee of like ten dollars a month right. or a hundred dollars a year. And then and then the the call us and we'll um, design your own uh, platform. Exactly. Depending upon you know if you get a very large company that has more than ten locations, things like that, we need to have a, a national kind of plan for them, and we will customize it. It's kind of like uh, Yelp for women, huh? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's an easy way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of advice would you give another entrepreneur who is um, wanting to just start from the ground up like you did? What would what would you tell them? Go for it. Go for it. I mean, it's it, being an entrepreneur is not easy. But um, the thing that I love about it is that you can do what's really important to you. And you're, you get to make the call, which is both great and hard at the same time. Um, but I think too many people toil away in corporate America and don't get to live out their life's passion. And what am I trying to say? They don't get to define themselves. Am I making sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think and, so. and I think as an entrepreneur, it's hard. It's really hard. Nobody can tell you that it's easy. But um, you're the one who gets to decide what's really important to you and make it happen. Um, The other thing I would say is have people around you that are smarter than you are to help advise you. I mean, I think the network that you've got is incredibly critical. I don't think that people can do it alone. And the more you reach out to others and partner with others, and a a big part of my kind of my psyche is to connect people with each other. Mm -hmm. I think it is with yours too. So I want people to be successful. I want to help them and I want to connect them with each other. And when you connect them with each other, you become the hub. Mm-hmm. So creating that um, network of people around you that can help you think things through, that want to support you, can help give you access to others, I think is critical. From a social impact perspective, what advice would you give? For, a, for someone either wanting to start from the ground up or someone who just admires what you've created and they said, Hey Donna, what advice would you give me? I you know, I you've you've clearly started a company by design uh, that has a social impact, but how do I make a difference in that area? Yeah. Well and I think I mean I think you need to figure out what's you're passionate about. What is your passion? What is the difference mm-hmm. you want to make in this world? Um, because at its root you're going to stick with it and you're going to work hard and the long hours it takes and everything else if, you, if you're focused on the thing that's really important to you and connect with others who have the same passion. And then, of course, a big piece of it is also figuring out how to make a living doing it, right? Um, there's a lot of things that we could be passionate about, but part of it is really understanding the market and what people care about and the pain that they have or the problem that you can solve for them and creating your business around that. And I think that you can there's – a, there's a, uh, the hedgehog concept in um, Good to Great where you think about – so we haven't analyzed it. So you think about what are you really great at, what do you care about, 
what can you make money at, and draw the three circles and figure out what's in the center. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. really... That's a good, I've used that on uh, mm-hmm. in other areas before. It's a good a good way to, you know, or the list making. <laughs> yeah, connect, yeah, yeah. Tend to connect the three. Mm-hmm. Well, Donna, can you give us um, some ways to reach you and Purse Power? I know our listeners are going to be very interested in, in hearing your story and learning more about the company. So uh, could you let us know what your social media accounts are and your website? Sure. Okay. So our website is pursepower.com. So purse like a woman's purse, pursepower.com. Um, our social media accounts are all Purse Power Inc. Oh, okay. Perfect. Yeah. And that's, uh, do you, is it Facebook, Instagram, Twitter? Yes. It's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. What's the fourth one? LinkedIn. 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 Okay, perfect. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, Donna, this has been great. So exciting. We're so excited for you and and to be a part of it, both of our companies to be a part of it, and just to to know you and to to see you work this vision is really cool. So thank you for taking time to talk with us, and thanks for all of your work on behalf of women business owners everywhere. Yay! (laughs) And thank you guys, too. I appreciate the time and support. I really do. Please let me know if there's anything I can do for you. Okay. Thanks, Donna. Have a good day. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Let's give a big thank you to Matthew Sosi, our podcast engineer. You can visit the Taking Care in Business website at takingcareinbusiness.com. Or just visit us on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at takingcareinbiz. That's takingcareinbiz. If you have questions or comments, you can email us at any time at info at takingcareinbusiness.com. Thank you for joining us today, and until next time, take Take care care in business. Taking Care in Business is made possible with support from Conscious Capitalism, Inc., helping individuals and companies become more conscious with transformational experiences that inspire, educate, and empower people and organizations to elevate humanity through business. Go to ConsciousCapitalism.org for more information.